Hey everybody, welcome to the very first official episode of Reading with Celebrities. I'm your host, Lindsay. And I'm Tiffany. And today we are kind of doing a little bit of a book check-in, some other currently reading, currently listening to. Um, right. So we are recording on a very rainy Memorial Day, but hopefully the weather gets better soon. At least it's rainy here. You know, you said it wasn't rainy near you, right? Yeah, it's not raining where I am for the first time in a few weeks, so it's actually really pretty out. Yeah, that's nice. I wish it's the rain's getting me down because I want to go outside and, you know, before it turns 8,000 degrees. But, uh, yeah, I'm ready to be out by the pool with a drink in my hand. Yeah, we did that. We visited my parents this weekend because my youngest brother graduated high school and we, like, it wasn't quite warm enough in the pool or the weather. At least by Texas standards, by Michigan standards, we probably would have been like, well, pool party, but we managed to jump in. So we got the first pool day out of the way, but I'm looking nice. forward to, to some nicer pool weather and hanging out and, like you said, drinking your hand. Yeah, I'm looking forward to 4th of July weekend. <gasps> yeah, it's going to be so much fun. I know my uh, my dad was like, what are we doing this year? The, the usual liquor? And I was like, yeah, there's usually food there, too, but uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, jello <laughs> shots, yeah. Um, all of the above. Right. All of the above. Yeah. All right. Um, so, like we have discussed in our trailer, we are starting with Oprah's original book club. Um, yeah, so... And... Oh, sorry. No, go for it. I was just going to say, like what, like, what this podcast is, is, like, every month we're going to choose a book club or a book from a different celebrity book club our first season is going to be focused around oprah's original book club i think she has 70 books that she did that um book club and we are not going to read all 70 so what we did was we did um a like it's like a random, random wheel. yeah random wheel where i put all 70 books in there and then i let it pick 12 of them and those are the 12 that we're going to read from her Maybe we'll get back get back around to her books eventually, but um, we'll do her 12, and then we'll pick another celebrity book club and do 12 from that. Um, but then, yeah, in our trailer, we announced the first three books. Um, the first one was The um, Rapture of Canaan, and then the other two, do you have those? I do. These second book is The Heart is a Lonely Hunter by Carson McCullers and then the third is the very large Anna Karenina so that'll yeah, be we'll probably, yeah we'll probably break that one up into two months um, I think it's an eight part book so we'll probably do the first four parts in one month and then the next month we'll do the other four just so that we are not forced to read such a large book in one month it's a big book. Yeah. I mean, we could we could easily too take a break in between. We'll figure it out. That's, yeah. That's a uh, bookkeeping. We have chosen the other books, um, but we will announce them in groups of three as we move along. So it'll be a little surprise for everybody when we get to those. Um, but we do have them. Yes. Um, I wish y'all could have seen our reactions when some of them were chosen because we were not happy about them. But it'll be great. So, it'll be great. It'll be fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, okay. I was actually pretty pumped when we were looking at, you know, are there enough celebrity book clubs for us to actually do this long term with? And some very surprising people popped up. Yeah, I'm super excited. 
Um, there are plenty of celebrity book clubs yeah. that we can have. And I think there's enough where we can do 12 books per celebrity book club, especially by the time we get to those celebrities, there will be yes. plenty of books to choose from. Because, I mean, everyone's heard, you know, obviously Oprah's book club. She's got the original one that we're doing now. And then she's got her her part two, her second book club, which we'll eventually get to. Um, yeah, we're not going to do that one right after. No. But then everyone's heard of Reese's book club, Reese Witherspoon. Um, and then there's just a bunch of other ones that you were, you'd never have thought that that person had a book club or, you know, yeah. was into reading. You were just like, oh, all right, that's cool. Yeah. So... Um, I think what the plan is, is like at the end of all 12 books, we'll probably do one like huge recap episode where we talk about like what our favorite books were, what the most surprising ones were, and then we'll announce the next celebrities book club. And by that time, we'll probably have the 12 books that we will read for that. And then again, announce the first three. So hopefully y'all enjoy this. Um, and hopefully once we have like a following, we can like interact with y'all on Twitter and on Instagram so that you can read along with us. Yeah, read along with us and tweet along with us so we can, like, discuss it um, in our episode. Because one of the nice things now about being out of school, out of English class, is it's interpretation of books and interpretations of certain things that happen in books and characters. Like, it's more just the impression left on you. You don't have to justify you know you know in a book report or a paper why you felt this way it's just you know what i didn't like this character and because of x y and z and that's it and it could just be they reminded me of somebody i don't like and that's great that's the great thing about reading now when you're out of school yeah i think the thing is there's two books on here for sure that i was supposed to read in high school i'm not going to (laughs) guarantee that i did read them there was a thing (laughs) called cliff notes back when i was in high school um so i'm interested to read them now to see like I'm not being forced to read them. Um, I can enjoy them. I don't have to write a book report, take a test on them. And so I think that's why I might enjoy this more is like, maybe I'll see what I wasn't going to see as a high school student anyways. Like I can actually see what this book is about and enjoy it. Um, And yeah. And some of it now is who being older, having some more life experiences and experiencing different things. Like it's, it helps bring a different perspective that you normally wouldn't, like, at least personally me, I wouldn't have gotten in high school. You know, being 16, I wouldn't have really, um, I'm sure my view, especially on the book that we're reading now, The Rapture of Canaan, my view at 16 of some of these characters is completely different from what it is now at at nearly 31 years old, so. Yeah, I agree. I definitely think, I don't think I would have had the same perception, because there was, there's times when we actually discuss this book, which I think will probably be in our next episode, like, I actually can't wait to talk about it because um, there's so many things that I was, like, feeling throughout. And then when I got to the end, because I have finished the book, um, that I was like, huh, maybe I didn't think about it that way. Um, so I'm excited to actually talk about that. But the cool thing is, too, with our followers and our readers is y'all don't have to read every single book that we choose. If y'all don't want to read it, skip it and wait until the next one. And yeah, if you don't want to go on the... If you don't want to go on the eight-part adventure of Anna Karenina with us, we 100% understand. <laughs> or maybe Watch you're it. super gung-ho for it. I don't know. Yeah, so, um, and I already have our next book on hold, which is The Heart is a Lonely Hunter. I do have that one on hold at the library. It says I'm number one, so I'm assuming I'll probably get the um, book for, or the hold will probably be ready for this week, and I can pick that one up. 
So yeah, that's kind of where we are with the Rapture of Canaan and like what y'all can expect from us. I'm sure, again, this is our first time doing this, so we have no idea what we're doing. Um, so hopefully a few episodes in or a few months in, we'll probably have more of a system. We do plan on having a weekly episode where we kind of check in with everybody, see where we are with the book, see if we've even gotten it, and then kind of just talk about if there's other books we're reading or other things we're excited about, other podcasts that we're listening to anything like that. And then we'll have our discussion episode. Hopefully once a month, we'll be doing like a longer discussion episode about the actual book. Yes. And that one will definitely have spoilers in it. So if you read the book with us and you're not finished and we post that episode, um, you know, listen at your own risk because there will be spoilers and in-depth discussion discussions, hopefully. Um, so, all right, do you want to jump into the first book check-in for The Rapture of Canaan? Sure. All right, like you said, you you finished it. Um, I am just a little over halfway through, and not going into spoilers, but I have a question. Why is there a character named Mustard? There's Would definitely you name a your kid Mustard? I isn't wouldn't. There also, isn't there also one named Barley? Barley and Mustard. So we're just naming them food. Just food. I'm going to name yeah. my next kid Prune. Like, what? Also, I don't know if you've gotten to this part of the book. I want to know what you're calling the main character's name, like what you, so, you call her. But in the book, at some point, they actually do show the pronunciation. And I was like, oh, I've been doing it wrong the whole time. So that's great. I, in my mind, have been going back between three different ways. So perfect. Um, at first, I pronounced it. I pronounced it so it rhymed with Dinah. So I was saying Nina. Okay. Then I Googled it, and people were saying Nina. Okay. And then the last way was Nena. Okay. So the whole time I was pronouncing it Nina. I was like, it's Nina. It's got to be. The pronunciation in the book is Nina. Nina. Okay. So, yeah, how you said, like, pronounce like Dinah. Yeah. So when I got to that part, I was like, oh, really? <laughs> Perfect. But- yeah. But then I still kept I still kept it with Nina because I was just so at that point I'd read so much into the book I was like her name's Nina at this point I'm just gonna leave it as is. Listen, but, nine, oops, I just hit a box. Uh, Nina is still better than mustard or barley. I'm just gonna true. put that out there. That's weird. Also true. It's not that weird, but I mean it's yeah it's getting used used to because uh, when I first read that I was like who was her name? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I think the good thing about this book and being for a first one, it's a quick read. Yes. It goes by quickly. Like, to not have, like, just, like, a murder mystery type, thriller type book that goes by fast, like, I catch myself wanting to read it, like, read it. Like, I kept grabbing it to read it because it goes by fast, even though one thing I don't like about it is there's no chapters. Yes. It has, like, the little, like, leaf or whatever to, like, tell you, like, we're going to jump to a new, like, subject or discussion. Yeah, the, okay. um, the the first night that I actually picked up the book to start reading it, I was, like, pretty tired. So I told yeah. myself, I'll just, I'll get to, I'll get, like, three chapters in, and yeah. then I'll do it. And I was reading, and I was reading, and all of a sudden I was, like, 75 pages in. Yeah. I was like, am I still in the first chapter? Yeah, and you don't know. I called myself an idiot, because I realized there weren't really any chapters. No and chapters. So. Yeah, but, just, like, a little mark to say, like, hey, we're moving on. Uh-huh. Kind of like what Stephen King does, like. He has chapter one, but then he has he breaks up chapter one into like a thousand parts, and then all of a sudden, two hundred pages. You're now on chapter two, and you're like, "What just happened?" 
that's an accurate description of most Stephen King books <laughs> of what just happened. <laughs> Yeah, so that was one thing that I was like, I like chapters because I like to be like, okay, I'm going to read to this page and I have a great stopping point. And so I think with this book, though, it was a constantly flowing. Like, yes, even even when there was that tiny like stopping point, it was still going to flow. Yeah, um, and it kept me wanting to read that way because it was just that I'm enjoying the story, but it wasn't because it was just like, oh, I have to find out what happens next. It was just because I kind of got lost in the story and it made it easy to keep going and not making it like, okay, end of chapter, gonna go to sleep yeah. now. Yeah, there's definitely no, like, I need to know what happens next with this type of book, right? Like, this type of book is just a novel, it has a story, but there's no, like, I mean, there are some huge major plots that are gonna happen but nothing where it's like, oh my God, I need to know what happens next um, kind of thing. Not like a mystery thriller, which is what I enjoy the most when I read. But for being a book that I don't think I had ever heard of this book when we chose it, no. didn't know much about it. Um, there aren't a lot of reviews on it, like on Goodreads and on Amazon. And so I was like, okay, um, I don't know if I'm gonna enjoy this or not. And I think I read it within a week and I was like, okay, like, cool. I am I am enjoying it. I don't think it would have been a book I would have willingly picked up otherwise, but that's, I guess, the also great thing about book clubs is they force you to kind of get out of your comfort zone. Yeah, I think and that's what we're going to learn real yeah. quickly, especially about Oprah's book club, this her original book club. These 12 books, um, I think I had heard of, I'm going to say two. I had read four of them and I had heard of a couple others or at least recognized the title. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there were a lot on there that I, for being, you know, Oprah's book club was so popular for being part of her book club. I was like, I've never heard of this. Yeah. I definitely had heard more of her 70, but in the 12 that we picked. Oh yeah. I think, yeah, I think only two I had actually heard of. Um, so I think that's also what I'm going to see with this yeah i heard five but that's i guess that's it um i'd also read in her original book club she had chosen million little pieces by james Frey, i think is the author's name and um, that could be wrong but he was the one who actually fabricated a bunch of his book and his story and mm. she confronted him on her show about it. Um, was he claiming, like, was this supposed to be a true book? Yeah, it was like, supposed to be about, if I'm recalling it correctly, it was about, like, him going to rehab and drug addict. I think I didn't particularly enjoy the book. I thought it was very obvious that he was making stuff up. Um, what was it called? A Million Little Pieces. But I... I but again, it was something that I don't think I normally would have picked up had there not been a controversy. So I don't know if if I felt the book was fake because I knew it was fake or if I felt the book was fake because his writing and his storytelling was terrible. Yeah, so I just like did a quick Google on Wikipedia about it. And it just says it was originally sold as a memoir and later marketed as a semi-fictional novel following okay. accusations. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I, think, I think that was officially removed from Oprah's book club. Um, all of Bill, she had multiple Bill Cosby 
books. Yeah, she had three of them. We did not add those to our... And those were officially taken off after um, uh, everything came out against him. And then, so we didn't add those to the things. And then, um, so those were part of the choices. But overall, like, just glancing through, she had quite the variety yeah. on there. She had classics all the way to, you know, memoir, memoirs and, well, what was a memoir. But, um, yeah a good mix and so it's nice to kind of branch out because otherwise it is easy to get stuck reading the same thing over and over again that's that's how I feel I um definitely think that the books that we have chosen for our 12 for Oprah's I would not read these if we were not doing this podcast I have so many books on my like book cart that I have that I want to read so these books would not make that if we were not doing this so that's what kind of makes me excited is like I'm having, I'm forcing myself to read other books and not just choosing the ones that like I want to read or are popular right now from 2021 or 2020, you know, like those kind of books. I think we'll see that more when we do like Reese's book club is we're going to see more of the newer books, the more popular books, like those bestseller types, like Reese is really good about choosing those kind of books. Yes. So I definitely think we'll see that more. Um, we do hers eventually. I would agree. Yeah. Um, but, okay, so that's a quick book check-in. Um, real quick, I have a story about how I picked up this book, because you and I are both avid library fans. Yeah, And yeah. support your local library, fun and Please games, do. all that. Um, looking forward to them kind of opening things back up, because they have a lot of, like, preschool and toddler time things that I'd like to take my son to, but... With COVID and all that, they're still shut down right now. Um, so I'm looking forward to those getting opened up. But we just recently moved, recently got my new library card, checked out a book via th- through my Kindle, read that. We can go over that later in our currently reading. But this was the first like physical book that I had put on hold there. And so put it in there, was super excited, got the notification saying it's in, grabbed my library card. We went there. I walked in and I said, hi, I'm here to pick up a book that I have on hold and the librarian was like oh yeah it's super easy like they're all along that back wall just find like your the book with your name and stuff like that and then you can just go check it out you can do it self-checkout or bring it up to the front I was like awesome there were a couple people waiting for the librarian so I was like I'm just gonna do the self-checkout so along the back wall there was also this little this little self-service portal and I was like this has to be the self-checkout so I pressed start and this conveyor belt starts rolling and I'm like, oh, they must scan. <laughs> it's just like, this is me being an idiot. So I put the book on there and all of a sudden it swoops it into the back with all the returns. <laughs> and it, they're like, thank you. Have a good day. Anything else? That's <laughs> like, um, so then I went to the front and another librarian was like, can I help you? I was like, yeah, I accidentally returned a book I was supposed to check out and she, she was like, this girl's an idiot. <laughs> Why is she here? She was like, do you, do you know the name of the book? And I was like, yeah, it's The Rapture of Canaan. It's probably right on top. And so sure enough, she comes out and she hands it to me. And I was like, so where's the self-checkout? It was like completely separate from all of that. I like how it just like takes it away. <laughs> it does. It just rolled Yay. into the back. But also, why would I think that a conveyor belt was going to like... Whoop, 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 like kick my book back out into me yeah, I don't know put it in the back 
Yeah, I don't know what you thought the conveyor belt was going to do. Stupid is what I thought. Um, And so then she hands it back to me and I walk over to the self-checkout and the original librarian, she saw me. She was like, oh, you like, you all good? And I was like, yeah, I accidentally returned my book. And she just laughed at me. And it was like, well deserved because I'm stupid. Yeah, I did not have that problem when I got it. Yeah, well, now I know how things work. Yeah, so my library is currently like closed so what they do is um like after they get the book you have they'll tell you your book's ready and you have to call them and set set up a time to pick up and what they do is they have a table set outside um and they just have like last name like alphabetical order kind of thing and they just put your bag in like a they put your book in a plastic bag with your name on it and you just go pick it up so like if i tell them i'm gonna pick it up at like 5 p.m like i just go there and it's still out there um but like when i picked up this one i had like a little um oh my god why can't i think of the word now um a postcard from them which i thought was nice i was like oh this is cute um but yeah so i'm hoping it opens up soon like the last i don't know i feel like we're getting to that point where it's going to start opening up again because in ours we have like a small bookstore in there of like a bunch of used books like that are for like a dollar oh nice yeah, it's like I loved going there. So I'm hoping that it opens back up again because I try to shop local bookstores or use bookstores. Because um, also, I don't want to pay like 30 bucks for a hardback book either. No. Ours is, no. Ours is, um, we have a library within walking distance. So I'm like, again, looking forward to when it stops raining eventually to be able to walk over there and peruse and do all that yeah Check out books do some of the programs but and they definitely will have things for like little kids oh yeah no they they have them all you can get them on youtube or zoom right now um okay. but uh it's it's hard to keep ollie if it's not you know he's still really little so like a screen doesn't always capture his attention as much as something like being there would yeah but looking forward to it so yeah that'll be exciting yeah uh, what else are you reading right now so i'm reading thirsty by madeline miller um i started this before the rapture of canaan um so i haven't read it like in a week so i kind of need to like go back and um refresh but i feel like i'll read that one before i even start like the heart is a lonely place or, whatever, or a lonely hunter what are we reading again heart, heart is, is lonely, lonely. Or a lonely place. It's whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Both are accurate. <laughs> um, so that's like my next book to for sure finish um, before I even start our next one for this podcast. Um, so yeah, I was going to definitely get back into reading that. Maybe I'll do that after we're done recording since it is the holiday. It is a holiday and you have nice weather so you can sit outside and enjoy it. Yeah, so that's what I'm hoping I can get back into that one because it's actually really good. And it's, again, it's a popular book. Like, it's well-known yeah. in the book universe of, like, everybody, like, loves it. So I'm hoping I can finish that within this week. And then, um, it's, again, it's up to me, I guess, to decide if I want to read our next book or if I want to pick another one off of my shelf to kind of Buffer. start. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at with my reading at the moment. What about you? Um, well, before I started Rapture of Canaan, I 
read uh, Final Girls by Riley Sager. Oh, yes. Um, I got it when, I think it was you, a couple of years ago, gave me the, like, the Christmas gift to Book of the Month. So I had, like, three months worth of oh, yeah. Book of the Months or whatever, and it was one of them. And I chose it because usually a lot of those times you see either, like, romance or, like, I'm trying to think of something, like, just genre, like, yeah. general drama or, you know, just general fiction. Um, and this was one of the weird, like, random horror picks that they had. And I really like thriller and horror. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoy being scared. And so I chose that, and I was super excited, and I finally got around to reading it. And I, I don't think I would recommend it. Okay, so I have heard mixed things about Raleigh Sager. Like, I, so when my Kindle, like, if a book is, like, $1.99 and I've heard, like, things about it, like, I'll purchase it, right? So recently I purchased Lock Every Door and Home Before Dark by Riley Sager, but I haven't read either one of them. So Uh, I've had, I've heard mixed reviews, but I've heard not good things about Final Girls. So I think it was just one of those things where... Like, the the characters didn't seem very flushed out well. I'm trying, like, I couldn't, while I was reading it, I found when I got towards the end where I was just reading it to finish the book. And to me, yeah. that's always a sign of I didn't enjoy it. Um, um, and maybe one time I'll go into kind of how I classify books in my brain. But um, one, of the, one of the things I look for is if there's a book that's coming to an end what I like for there to be more pages at the end to kind of delve into the story more. And this one, I just kept going, this needs more pages because it's not a coherent, like it's not a cohesive story. Yeah. Uh, There were things I really, really liked about it. Like it's the basic premises, this, the, the main character survived, um, a like Hollywood movie type massacre in the woods one weekend. And then 10 years later, it's about her life. And there are two other girls that survived something similar. And the press has dubbed them final girls, which is a term used in Hollywood for at the end of a horror movie, the last girl that's standing, she's known as the final girl. Um, And then kind of things kind of spiral out of there. And the book flashed back and forth between her present day point of view and then kind of what happened during that massacre in the woods from like a third person point of view. So those flashbacks were fun. They were nice. They kind of broke things up and stuff, but it was just like, I didn't really connect with any of the characters. I kind of thought the main character was stupid. I mean, it's saying a lot coming from the girl who returned a book before she checked it out of a library, but like, she's kind of stupid. So it was just, it wasn't what I wanted out of that book. I was expecting more. Um, so before I had started Thirsty, I read The Hunting Party by Lucy Foley. Mm-hmm. She's the one that read, she also wrote The Guest List. Yeah, and I've seen that on a lot of lists. Yeah, Guest List is really popular. But again, The Hunting Party was like $1.99 on Kindle. So I was like, I'm going to get it. Um, but I felt the same way. So it's about um, one, I want to say it's three couples and then a single person. So I think there's seven of them. Um, that they go to a like 
a cabin um, or snow. Like it, it takes place in England, if I'm not mistaken. And it's just like a getaway weekend, like, cause, and they do it every New Year's. Like, so it's like New Year's Eve and stuff. They do this every year, but they choose a different place. And the, you, you kind of get the flashbacks too of like, you get the, at this day, which is they have found a body. And then you get like the three days before that leads up to finding a body. I've heard of this book. Yeah. So, you know, that somebody that's in this group probably is the murderer. And it's just kind of like you're trying to fit the pieces together. First off, you don't know who's dead yet. You don't know which one's dead, and you don't know who the killer is. And you don't know that for most of the book. I think for me, my problem was the all the characters are so unlikable. Like, yeah. I just did not like a single character in the book. So it was like, oh, this one could die, and I'd be okay with it. Oh, this one could be the murderer, and I'd be okay with it. Like, I think that's how I was, and I think I was the same way. I was like, I just want to finish the book and figure out what happened. Yeah. You know, like, that's kind of where I was at. I was like, I just want to finish the book and find out what happened. And it just, it wasn't satisfying, um, like, when you found out. Like, I just wasn't satisfied, and I wasn't, like, completely shocked. Like, it's not like I guessed the ending, but it wasn't, like, <gasps> like a shock of who it was. And I was like, okay. But I heard the guest list is so much better. Yeah, I mean, I keep seeing that one recommended. That one actually might be on Reese Witherspoon's book club. It might have been one of her choices. Um, yeah, I think it, yeah, if it's not, it, it might be. Yeah, I can't remember. She has so uh, many now. Yeah. But yeah, so that's the one I read right before Thirsty, and I kind of just was like, okay, thanks. Yeah. Another, I had, yeah. Right before Final Girls, I had read The Shining Girls. I didn't, the titles were just whatever. It was the first one that I'd taken out from the library, but it was on my Kindle. Um, and that was like a thriller suspenseful murder mystery and it was fantastic like i would recommend it it's hard to do i think time like this involved time travel it's hard to do time travel without closing all the loops and making sure um, that things kind of come out the way in a way that makes sense Mm because most time travel things if you think about it too hard like it's just gonna blow apart um yeah but i actually thought it, this book did a fantastic job of wrapping things up and bringing things full circle. And um, the characters were annoying, but not in an unlikable way. So I I would recommend The Shining Girls. Um, okay. I'm putting that one on my list. Yeah. And I think I think we'll post, we'll do our, our podcast social media um, shout out at the end, but we'll, we'll post all the books that we mentioned today there too. So it's easier for people to find. Um, so I have this, like, this is my plan this year. I don't know how well it's going to go. It's not working out great so far. Um, but so Lindsay and I also have like another book club that we're in with like a group of girls or whatever. We're kind of on a hiatus right now. I was going to email everybody back in like maybe in June to see if we wanted to get back started or whatever. But we've been doing this book club for, I think, five years. Maybe longer. Almost six. Um, I think it started in 2014. Oh, yeah. So seven. Seven almost. Yeah. Yeah. And um, what we do is like everybody in the book club gets, we just rotate monthly whose turn it is to pick. And we do, right now we have a challenge going where you have to pick a book by like, it's like an author's first novel or a book with a number in the title or anything like that. Um, But we kind of took a hiatus just because everybody was super busy a few months ago. 
uh, my goal is is like I honestly have not read every single book that we have chosen. You know, like I, there's just sometimes you don't yeah. finish those books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so I kind of want to go back and like read those books now. So I had started reading Ghost Story, which is I believe a book that you chose. Yes, by Peter Straub. Yes. Yes. Um, but then again, I have now gotten sidetracked again and not have a, had a chance. So maybe if I can, like, I would be, I'd feel real accomplished if I can read two books off of our list that I hadn't finished. If I can read two of those books by the end of the year, I'd feel semi-accomplished. Because um, I was on a roll before we went on hiatus where I had read every single book. Like, so it's been a minute before I actually, like, didn't read um, one of them. But Ghost Story, I actually have. So I was like, well, that one's an easy one to finish and stuff like that. So um that's kind of my goal is to like read at least two of them um before the end of the year so I can mark those off of my list as well because I think we were over 50 we had chosen over 50 books at that point for that book club so that's kind of where I'm at with that so hopefully I can get to those two maybe I'll read ghost story maybe I'll save it for like October make it like a, a seasonal read yeah that'd be fun um, I know I, there were a couple that I also haven't completed from book club. Um, so I was thinking about doing the same cause I want to, I want to start clearing out my, my audible and my like things I have left on Kindle. Cause I do have some of my bookshelves that I want to chip away at as well. Eventually. Yeah, I definitely, I just, and as much as you chip away, you're constantly adding more. Yeah. Like, so like for Christmas last year, I got like a cute little like book cart that has, I think it has three shelves on it. Yes, you should like, do a little tour of it and put it on Instagram yeah. for everybody. And I'll yeah, do it on my bookshelf. So, and of course I put the books that I got for Christmas that year on it, but there's so many books that like, I'll constantly, like if I buy a book from the bookstore, I just throw it on that shelf. Like I'm like, I don't know when I'm going to get to you, but you're going to go on the shelf. <laughs> you look pretty, so you get to sit yeah. here. Yeah, so I definitely, let me, like, reorganize it, make it look pretty. Um, I'll try to fill it up. It's it's not completely full. Like, there's some holes on each shelf. Um, but, yeah, I definitely, it's, I think it's just a super cute way to have, like, to kind of see your TBR, even though there's plenty more books that I want to read that are not even on there. Yeah including my Kindle. I'm not big on Audible. I, I don't like audible, audible, audiobooks. I'm very particular with my Audible. Um, some books I think are better as audiobooks, and some books I think would be good if they had the right narrator or the night, you know, right person doing the reading. Some I think are just better left read. Yeah, I think what I've learned, so last year um, I read two books, like, and how I did them is I had the books in front of me, but then I also listened to the audio of it. And so, like, re- just kind of read along with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've done that with three books, and I kind of like that. But I do it for books that, like, um, are, like, more, like, biography-type books. Like, I did, like, The Stay Sexy, Don't Get Murdered by um, Karen and Georgia. Mm-hmm. And, like, they, they read the book. So it was, like, yeah. nice hearing their voices, but I also had the book in front of me. Um, I did the same thing with Dear Girls by Ali Wong. Like, she did the narration. So I had the book in front of me, 
but it was her reading it to me, so it was, like, really nice. And then, of course, I did it with Daisy Jones and the Six, because that was by far. You have to do it with audio. I I actually... Um... Asked my other friend, my friend Rachel, if she had read Daisy Jones and the Six because I did that one completely audible, and I think that's one of those books that would probably be good reading, but the the audio puts it over the top. Oh, like I yeah. thought it was fantastic. Like that every yeah. actor was correct, like every voice actor was the right choice. Um, their tone, their acting, everything. I thought it was just like a phenomenal, a phenomenal yeah. audio book. Um, and I asked her, and she said I read it, but I wasn't really that into it. And oh, I told her yeah. to go back and listen to the audio book. Yeah. Um, because it really, really makes it, I think, that much. I thought it it, it makes it made it even more like a behind the music. That's exactly what I thought when I was listening to it. I had the book in front of me as well, like, so I could, like, follow along or whatever. And because sometimes it doesn't tell you who's talking. And if you're, like, not, like, really paying attention. Yeah. But, like, I was, like, am I, like, listening to a behind the music from VH1 right now? That's exactly, like, yeah. Like, I was, like, is this seriously what's, like, I know they're doing a show about it, and I cannot wait. But, like, I need these voice actors, like, to do it. Because it was just so good. The emotion, like, everything about it was so good. And I was just, like, I, it was probably one of my favorite books from last year. Um and it was funny how I found out about it because I think it's one of Reese's book club books. But my mom and I, which you joined on this year, but yes. um, we give each other a book for Christmas that we think that the other person might like to read. It doesn't have to be one that we've read. It's just one that we think, oh, like I, this looks good. And we wrap it up and we put it in our stocking or whatever. And so the first year we did it, my mom got me Daisy Jones and the Six. I had never heard of it. And I read the back of it and I was like, this sounds amazing. And I somehow squeezed it into where the book club read it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I was like, look, I've been wanting to read this book and it fits in a challenge. So we are going to read it together as a group. And I think the people that did not listen to it did not enjoy it, which makes I, so, sense, so much sense. Yeah, I would agree. I think... Yeah, I it think just, it was just I think it was just that much better listening. Yeah, to it. it was just it was so good. Um, and then probably one of my favorite books that I've only listened to audio, like I've never like I have the book, but I've never like cracked it open is I'll Be Gone in the Dark by Michelle McNamara. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that's about the um, Golden State Killer. And that one is done really well. Um, I think I've listened to it numerous times on like audio, like just when I need something. I'm like, something oh, I'll listen to this. Yeah, like that one's a really good one. Yeah, I think yeah. the other one was Unbreakable. Um, dang it, I should have looked up the author. Um, I want to say it's Sue Monk Kid, but I don't think that's correct. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it was the, it was another book club book that we did um, about the and during World War II. He was like an Olympic runner and he survived oh, the POW un- camp. Unbroken, right? Unbroken, that's what it was. Yes. I'm looking it up real quick to get the author. I think yeah, it's the it was, same author that Zamperini. did, that did uh, Sea Biscuit, right? Yes. Oh, Laura Laura Hill Hildebrand. That's what it was. Yeah, um, Laura. Yeah. Yeah, it was about the uh, Louis Zamperini who was taken. He was a Japanese POW during World War II, and some of the stuff that he faced there. But that was. 
that was another one where I remember I was I was listening to it and I was driving from Austin up to Fort Worth because I think we were meeting up for Halloween or something like we were getting together for something Uh and it got to the end and I was just driving and crying at the same time (laughs) because it was such a like beautiful and profound ending and um the voice actor like it was just like everything came together perfect in that moment yeah I did not listen to that on audio I had the book um but I had the same emotion at the end like I was just like okay like yeah. I don't know it just knowing that this is a true story how somebody survived this um it was just a remarkable story and by the time you get to the end you find out like when Japan surrenders and you're just like the tears of just like even though you know what's gonna happen like you know what's gonna happen yeah he's like reunited with his family it's just like all of it is beautiful yeah that one was a great one that was probably one of my favorites that we've read from our um book club we should do that for one episode is like from our book club that we do like pick out our top 10 that we've read so far and just like um yeah I think that would be a fun episode to do because there's so many books out there. Oh. Yes. Um, but yeah. Um, are there any podcasts you're currently listening to you want to let people know um, about? I just listen to my normal ones. Um, I don't really change much. My normal weekly ones are um, My Favorite Murder. Um, Dateline is probably my favorite. I love Dateline because it's basically just the episodes on TV just now in podcast form. Yeah. So, like, all of a sudden they'll be like, and as you can see in the video here, and I'm like, no, I can't. (laughs) (laughs) Or, like, you know when they do, like, the interrogation tapes and usually on TV, like, they'll have, like, the closed captions so you can hear what they say? Like, that sometimes is difficult because you don't have that here and you're like, I don't know if they just confessed or not. I can't tell. But there's just so many episodes that I can listen to like 10 of them and be like, good. Um, I also listen to Jensen and Holes, which is part of, um, oh, the murder I, squad. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I like that one. Um, and I like theirs because theirs are like usually like cold case or like, they're still trying to find out more information. Mm-hmm. So they kind of use like their listeners to help do that. Um, trying to think of what else I listen to. I listen to some bachelor type podcast. Just kind of get my trashy TV in there. Oh yeah. Yeah. What about you? Um well I also listen to Murder Squad with Jensen and Holes. That one's a good one again. I like I part of I started to get away from a lot of true crime podcasts because it felt like instead of focusing on the victim and the victim's family and the impact and stuff, it was starting to get a little, I don't know what the word is, but it, it started to maybe glorify the killers a little bit more, like it focused more on them and it got a little too jokey. And this is always very serious and, you know, focuses on the victims and making sure that justice is put out there. So I really like that one. And another one is I listen to Watch What Crappens. They recap my Bravo shows. Again, my trashy TV. They're hilarious. Um, and probably the only other, I mean, there are a couple more, but uh, Sinisterhood is a good one. I recommend that one if you don't listen to them. They're, they do like some true crime stuff, but they're, they're also, the one girl's a lawyer 
And so mm-hmm. she always offers a very interesting perspective on some things. And they're just really funny, too. Um, what is that one called? Sinisterhood. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but they're, they're, they're both based out of Dallas. They're two Dallas comedians. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, they're funny. Um, and then I got to do an obligatory shout out for my husband's podcast, The Show Show. Which is like what we're doing, but with TV shows. So they choose a different TV show and they discuss it. And they do everything from, you know, anime and serious drama. Like they covered Chernobyl one time. But now they are doing Siesta Key. Yes. <laughs> and already one of them has, one of the, it's, um, it's him and three of their his friends, and one of his friends has started watching it. It's just texting him the whole time, like, these people are terrible. And I'm like, yes, keep watching. <laughs> yes, you got to keep watching, though. Um, so my question for the show show is, like, are they recapping it, like, episode by episode? So, like, each one of their episodes is an episode, or are they doing it by season? Like, how are they doing it? So what they do is they usually will say, we're going to choose – you know, for example, Siesta Key, you're saying Siesta Key, we're going to watch season one, and then we do one episode where we, like, recap and discuss the whole thing. Oh, okay. Um, so, similarly to what we were doing in our personal book club, where if you chose a book that was the first in the series, then you could decide if you wanted to go read the rest of the series or if you were done with it. Yeah. I imagine most of the men in this podcast will be done with Siesta Key after the first season. I don't know why. I don't know Not why. us. It's a brilliant show. It's Not hilarious. It cracks me up. Oh, it's so good. It's hilarious. And I think the thing, I think why I like it so much is, like, I actually have family in Sarasota. Mm-hmm. So, like, like I have been to, like, some of those places. Like, do you remember, um, I think it was in season one, where Polly performed at the beach club. Is that where you kept turning the mic off? Yes. Yes. Totally have been there. Nice. I've totally been there. Um so yeah, I just, those little things that I'm just like, I think that's why I, and I think again, it's good trashy reality TV, which is my forte, so. Oh yeah, no, I am under, when I watch TV, like reality TV, under no illusion that these are like decent people. I'm like, you're all terrible. You're all trash. Yeah. This is great. Keep it up. Like. Yeah, I'll enjoy it. I enjoy yeah. the drama. I like drama. That's. Again, that's why I enjoy The Bachelor, because I love the drama. Because I was, like, the last season of The Bachelor um, with Matt, I, like, the first, like, few episodes was so good because there was just so much drama. And then when he gets down to, like, his final six and it's starting to be about emotions and there's hometowns, and I was like, oh, this is boring. Yeah, I never enjoyed like, this. I was like, I don't want to watch this anymore. I mean, I did. But I definitely enjoyed the beginning episodes um for that i do love the drama yeah keeps me entertained yeah i mean really reality tv probably the more serious show that i started watching is mayor of east town on hbo with kate winslet okay so i think you would like it it's it's murder mystery thriller um it's good i recommend it I there's there's quite a bit of shows I need to watch. I understand you're y'all y'all will start to realize I don't watch no, a you lot don't. of movies, a lot of TV shows. Yeah. I stick to my normal. Um, so I should start. Um, maybe that can be 
maybe season one of our sh- of our podcast can be like getting me to like complete a show from beginning to end. Getting you to watch a movie without falling asleep. Okay, that's not going to be promised at all. <laughs> what was this one called? Mayor of what? Mayor M A R E of Easttown. East. So she's basically a, a detective in this small town, and um, a woman, like a girl, went missing a year ago and then another young girl or another young woman shows up murdered. And so it's okay. like about her trying to figure it out and stuff like that. Meanwhile, she's got like family drama happening. So it's good. Yeah. I mean, so I have like a bunch of things on my Hulu to watch, but I just have not watched them. Like the one that I want to watch the most is, um, what is it's with Sandra? O. Oh. oh, um, killing Eve. Yes. Something like that. Finding it. Something like that. Yeah. Killing Eve. Yeah. That one. Um, I really want to watch that. I have that on my list. And the other one that I want to watch, like I started, like, I think I've watched the first three episodes is, um, what is it called? Uh, Twin Peaks. Oh yeah. Who killed Laura Palmer? I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely want to watch that. What else is on my list? I have Justified on my list. I have um, I Am the Night on my list from Hulu. Graceland, I think I watched the first two seasons of it and really enjoyed it. And then I have, oh, what is this one called? I don't know what this one's called. Hold on. Dead, D-E-V-S. Um... So those are ones that I have on my list that I really want to watch. Oh, and I have for new shows, I guess one called Cool Summer. That's on my list as well. Yeah. So I kind of just listed all my things on uh, my Hulu that I want to watch. But Twin Peaks, I mean, Twin Peaks is what, only like two seasons. So yeah. I feel like I should be able to watch that. So maybe maybe that'll also be a goal is maybe by the time we get to the end of Oprah's book club, I should have a show, a, sh- a show completed from beginning to end. That's maybe I'll one. have, maybe I'll have like the listeners vote. I'll pick like three <laughs> shows and the listeners have to vote what I watch before the end of this season. I like that. Oh. A little boy banging on the door. <laughs> um, yeah, that's you, a goal. That's a good goal. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. What about you? Anything else? Um, no. I mean, I love to watch crap on Bravo. <laughs> I'm definitely not a Bravo person. Mm, shame, shame. I know. I think you would get into Below Deck. I think you would like Below Deck a lot. I know. I know I've seen a few episodes. I just, I need to find a way to start it from beginning to end because I can't just. No, you don't need, you don't need to watch like previous seasons (laughs) because nine times out of 10, the majority of the crew is different. Yeah. So like, yeah, you, you could, you could pick up anywhere. I would recommend starting with season three of original Below Deck. Because mm-hmm. that has Eddie and Rocky. And then probably season two of Below Deck Med. 
And I would just go with season two, a below deck sailing yacht. Better than the season one. Yeah. So that's where I would start. Um, Is there anything else? I don't think so. I think we're uh, ready. Yeah, so this episode will drop on June 1st. And then our very next episode will be, it'll be June 8th. Yeah, probably about a week apart. And that will be, um, that'll be our actual episode where we discuss the rapture of Canaan. Yeah, our, our big episode. And um, it should be done by then. I have lots of feelings and questions that I want to know your thoughts on. Yeah, me too. So far, halfway through. I've already expressed my feelings about naming your child mustard <laughs> and barley. Yeah. But uh, lots of other thoughts and feelings on it as well. So, all right. Well, if you want to follow us, where we're going to list our books out that we mentioned today and the shows and maybe do some other fun things on our social media, you can find us on Instagram at Reading with Celebs. And then. Tiffany, do you happen to know our Twitter? I don't. Oh, I, I do. Just, I just pulled okay. it up. <laughs> okay, great. I have not pulled up our Twitter yet. I've only been on Instagram. Um, and then our Twitter, which is being lame right now, at reading W celebs, because we wouldn't let me use more characters. But um, yeah, come find us on there. Give us a follow. Send us a DM if you have a question. We can do viewer questions if we get them. Yes, absolutely. But um, um, yeah, so um, thanks for listening, guys. We hope to see y'all next week when we actually discuss all in depth the Rapture of Canaan. There will be spoilers, so if you haven't finished it, then tune in when you have. Yes, accurate. All right, well, I'm Lindsay. And I'm Tiffany. All right, happy reading. Bye. Bye.